I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the trap of a good enough life. One of psychotherapy's dirty little secrets is that the variable that is most reliably predictive of patient improvement is patient misery. This means that the more unhappy, dysfunctional, or miserable people are when they show up to therapy, the more likely they will benefit from therapy. And this kind of makes sense. While life can always get worse, it's more likely that life will get better if you make a change, if your life is particularly difficult. This is called regression toward the mean. Over time, circumstances that are really bad tend to improve kind of on the balance of things. And this means that if you're going through a tough time, the risk-reward profile is in your favor. The worse your life is, the more likely a change will improve your quality of life, which means low risk and high reward. The issue is that this works in the other direction as well. But before I explain the crux of the problem, please like this episode and subscribe to this channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and has a favorable risk-reward profile. So, do the thing. So what's the issue here? The issue is that the better your life is, the more likely a change will decrease your quality of life. And at the very highest levels of performance, people strive to keep things as solid and consistent as possible. This is because the better your life is, the more unfavorable the risk-reward profile associated with change becomes, which means high risk and low reward. Now, at any given moment, most people aren't in a really bad spot. And even fewer are in a really good spot. In fact, most people are kind of getting by. Most people are living a good enough life. If we were to give the lives of most people a grade, like in school, they're kind of living a B-minus life. They look around and they say, okay, it probably could be better, but it definitely could be worse. And because they're living a good enough life, and because of the principle of regression toward the mean, Contemplating a change is risky. I mean, there are more grades below a B- than there are above a B-. So all things being equal, a change is more likely to make the situation worse. That said, there are very few people who are going to feel proud and fulfilled to have a B- life. And living a B- life can be associated with neurotic symptoms of anxiety and depression and quiet desperation. So not taking a risk is also a risk. On some level, a B-minus life is actually more dangerous than like a D-plus life. Because as we've seen, misery is unstable and highly motivating. People in acute pain are much more likely to take action to change their situation. And changing their situation is more likely to result in an improvement because of regression toward the mean. On the other hand, a B-minus life is pretty stable and does not motivate action, as change in this situation is more likely to result in a depreciation. The D-plus life is looking to secure gain. The B-minus life is looking to prevent loss. As a result, the B-minus life traps people in inaction with the fear that things could get worse, which is certainly true. But it's also true that inaction won't allow things to get better. A B-minus life is like standing on 16 in blackjack. If you hit, there's a high chance that you bust. If you stand, there's a high chance that you'll be beaten by the house. It's not a great position to be in. Now the objective here is to live a life that you can look back on without regret. And you cannot live a B-minus life and achieve that objective. Such a life is exemplary. 
Achieving that objective demands a response to life that is risky, adventurous, and unconventional. However, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Beware the good enough life. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below, and thank you for listening.